happiness is temporary. So yes, happiness can come from things, but you have to realize that money, shiny new things, the coolest Lululemon outfit, right? The nicest pair of designer shoes, all of those external things will not bring you joy. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hey there. Welcome back to EML Radio. Today, we are going to break down the differences between what it means to be happy versus what it means to have true joy and fulfillment in your life. Now, although these two terms are often just used interchangeably, the reality is they are completely different things. So let me just start by telling you this. When people say that money can't buy happiness or things can't buy happiness, you know what I say? That's a bunch of crap. Yes, they can. (laughs) Now, bear with me. It's because happiness is always fleeting. Happiness is temporary. And can money or a new outfit or a new car buy you temporary happiness? Absolutely. Again, think about it. Think back to like, let's say when you bought your first car. Holy smokes. How happy did you feel? Shit, you got in that thing and you were driving around like you were the king or the queen of the world, right? Shiny new paint. You always took it to the car wash. You felt happy. And that thing did bring you some happiness. But here's what you have to realize. That happiness is always fleeting. How long did that happy, giddy, proud feeling last with you driving around in your car? Especially your first car. Not very long. After about the first month, you stop taking it through the car wash all the time. A couple months down the road, definitely didn't feel all that excited or happy when you got in your car. A year down the road, man, that was old news. That's because happiness is temporary. So yes, happiness can come from things. But you have to realize that money, shiny new things, the coolest Lululemon outfit, right? The nicest pair of designer shoes, all of those external things will not bring you joy. And I know some of you may be saying like, well, that's just kind of a matter of semantics. It's not. It's a matter of having a clear understanding of when you say, I just don't know if I feel happy or today I don't feel very happy. What you are probably meaning to say is I'm missing joy in my life. And this is so important to understand the difference between those two, because if you are constantly looking for joy, that feeling deep inside your soul, like joy, like lives inside you. It lives within your bones. That is something that doesn't go away. And it's not something that you achieve by more money, more things, losing weight. Oh, that's a big one. Let's talk about that for a second. So many people think that they will be quote unquote happy if they lost weight. Now you will. But remember, happiness is always temporary. So 
losing 50 pounds, shit, that is going to feel really good. But that's not going to bring you joy. It's not going to bring you fulfillment in your life where you finally have a peace. And I like to describe it as a radiance about you. That's not going to do it because I can tell you how many people I see and have worked with over the years that lost weight and it felt good at first, but then ultimately they still didn't have joy. The happiness faded. And I think that's why so many people struggle with weight loss because they are seeking joy in their life. You're seeking something that in your bones makes you fulfilled. And the size of your jeans or the weight on the scale isn't going to do that. Now, let me preface that by saying, is being overly fat and not taking care of your body going to limit your ability to find joy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, you have to be taking care of and finding fulfillment in your physical body, in your mind, and in your spirit. When any of those three are out of alignment, you cannot find true joy. So let me give you some examples of my own personal life and the things that bring me true joy. And believe me, I spent years trying to find things, whether it be my career, always when I wanted to build my first home, buying a boat, buying a car. Yes, over the years, my husband and I have developed a good level of wealth, right? We didn't have it. And as a matter of fact, we think back about it all the time. And when he was in medical school with $160,000 of debt hanging over his head, and I was managing a law firm for $12 an hour, right? We were fucking broke. We didn't have parents that were in a position to help us financially. So we were truly living on student loans and $12 an hour. But we both had a lot of joy. We had no money, but we had joy. Now, there was times where our life was stressful because of a lack of money. But fast forward to now, we actually sometimes have a harder time connecting to joy than we did back then. And we sure as hell have a lot more money because that's an example, guys, that money and things do not buy you joy. They buy you temporary happiness. So I want you all to ask yourself, like, how many of you think that if I just lost 30 pounds, I would finally be, quote unquote, happy. When I buy my first home, I will finally be able to be happy. When I land my ideal job and I'm making a lot of money, I will be happy. Well, you will be. But remember that happiness is fleeting. I personally know a lot of wealthy people. I have mentors that are in an ultra wealthy income level. And I can tell you that that isn't what creates their happiness long term, right? They get some temporary happiness from that, but that's not where their joy comes from. Think about this. Why would those people, why would, let's just use Elon Musk as an example. Why would Elon Musk continue to go to work every day and create new innovative ideas? Like he's got more money than God, right? Why does he need to do that? You know why? Because money and things didn't make him joyful. What makes people like that joyful is that they know their true purpose. They know what their purpose is in life, and that is where they get their joy and fulfillment. And those people aren't always happy. Those people suffer just like the rest of us. But the reason those people continue to get up and go to work every day 
Another example, I was listening to a masterclass from Sarah Blakely last night. She is the CEO and creator of Spanx, right? She, I think, was one of the first women billionaires, right? Think about that. Why does she still go to work every day? If you think that all the money in the world or all the things and the ability to do what you want in the world is going to make you joyful, it's not. I don't know her personally, but I can tell you from listening to her talk, she does what she does every single day because that's where she gets her joy. I'm sure she gets some happiness temporarily from the things she can do and the things she can buy. And she does some great things like philanthropic things and just some phenomenal things for her friends and family. Like I use her as a role model of where I want to be someday. The side note. But I hope that paints a clear picture for you what the difference is between happiness and true joy. So as I was preparing for this topic, I was writing down the top three things that bring me joy. And here's what they are. It was kind of interesting. I couldn't figure out what they really were until I wrote them down on paper because I know I'm joyful. And I know that because quite honestly, people that come into a room with me, I frequently get the comment that, man, you just exude this radiance. You exude some kind of energy that I can't even put a word to. And it's radiance. It's radiance that's coming from my joy because I truly am joyful and fulfilled in what I'm doing with my life. And it has nothing to do with the things I am able to buy or the places I'm able to travel. So here are my things that make me most joyful. The smell and feeling of dirt. (laughs) I bet you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? Now, bear with me. When I say dirt, I don't mean like dirty, stinky kids. I mean dirt. Digging my hands into potting soil and digging into the cold earth. Let me explain this to you. After my daughter died back in 2002, I was living in Houston. And the only thing that kept me sane through my grieving, my initial grieving process, is that I created a memorial garden. That thing, you guys, was so phenomenal. I had like 60 different varieties of antique roses in a koi pond, all of which I dug that whole entire thing by myself. Like, I mean, it took, you know, six months to dig that whole thing out. And then it was a constant work in progress. But I did it all by myself because for one, it occupied my mind. But when I look back on it now, it was because that connection and the smell of dirt and the cold earth, because even in the hot Texas sun, as soon as you dug down about three scoops, you felt cold earth below you. And that feeling and that smell is something that brings me great joy. And now all these years later, 18 years later, I still find joy in that. Such a simple practice, right? But it's something that really truly lives inside my bones and makes me joyful. Another one is learning. So when I am sitting quietly, usually like with a blanket on and reading a book, I have a sense of complete joy and peace within myself. It's like a feeling of like being at home within my own body. My mind is quiet. I'm not thinking about a lot of other things. So learning brings me great joy. And that's one of the reasons that I do this podcast. If you think about it, it's because learning comes from also learning about other people and learning about other people's stories. So it makes sense that I do this podcast. It brings me great joy 
Now, does that mean it's not a lot of work? Oh, fuck, it's a lot of work. It's hard. It challenges me. It makes me nervous every time I do it, but it brings me joy, a joy that lives like deep inside me and it's not fleeting. It's not temporary. That doesn't go away. I can think back to interviews I did six months ago and I still have a good warm feeling about that inside of me. That's joy. And then the third thing I came up with was being on stage and helping people feel empowered. That lights me up like nothing else can. And when I say being on stage, now in my more recent career, I've had opportunities, thank God, to get up on a stage in front of a fairly big audience and really help bring my radiance and joy to help other people empower themselves. But it used to be on a smaller scale. It used to be within my gym, standing there with a client, helping especially females learn how to deadlift or do something that was so hard and helping them empower their body, that stuff brings me joy. And if you think about that, that really kind of covers all those three areas I talk about probably too often, mind, body, and spirit. I love the physical feeling and it brings me joy to dig my hands, my physical body connected to the earth. And I love to read, right? Which is empowering and developing my mind. I find joy in that, in developing my mind. And I find joy in the spiritual sense of really just kind of stepping outside of any conscious thought and getting up there and teaching and empowering other people. So how do you do those things? If you are saying to yourself, Evie, this is all great, but the reality is I don't have anything inside me that really just lights me up. I want to give you a couple of takeaways today to kind of start that process because it happens in simpler things than you realize. So the first thing you need to do, number one, is you have to start writing some things down. You got to write it down. Even before this talk, I wrote it down because I had to really kind of figure out like, how do I verbalize and put into words exactly what it is that brings me joy? So write down the things that give you a feeling inside of complete and utter contentment, and you just feel at home. Second thing, when you're doing that, I want you to think back to when you were a kid. That is something that one of our guests, Jeff, from Professionals at Play, kind of led me through, and it was so powerful that the first question he asks his clients that are trying to kind of find fulfillment in their life is, well, what made you happy and what made you feel good as a kid? We all have something. And for me, it really was like, putting on plays for the whole neighborhood. I'd roll up the garage door and I can remember I put on the Wizard of Oz play at one time, right? So I've always liked to entertain and be in front of people. And I'm just fortunate enough now to be able to find a career that actually allows me to do that. So the first one is you have to write down and start exploring what gives you that internal peace, fulfillment, and radiance. Number two is look at what lit you up when you were a kid, because I promise you, you probably haven't changed as much as you think you have. And then three is accept the meaning of happiness being temporary and stop looking for things outside of you, material things, your job, money, a new car, the school you're going to send your kid to, the trophy your kid's going to win. That is not where joy comes from. That is happiness and it is always temporary. So here's the last truth I'm going to leave you with today. Each and every one of us has the ability 
to find joy. And the place we usually find it is when we are connected to something bigger than ourselves. It's not about what we do with our own life, but it's what we do with our life and who we truly are and what gift we have to bring out there into the world. So remember, guys, stop seeking happiness. Happiness is temporary and start looking for joy in your life. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'll see you next time.